Sippin' codeine, I'm fuckin' with a freak I had OD, she do it so mean Like a nigga was a machine Made me take on my vote, it's a bar main belt It look like a king with a motherfuckin' step I remember when I ain't had no bread in my account Now it's like I done lost kind of the amount That I could've got a view with a pool Like Ferrari in a can without a roof All this money always on me like it's blue Money always on me like a tattoo I was always in the kitchen like a spoon Always broke bread if we was cool Been a real nigga since the womb Wanna dive in my body in the tomb Mixing up my medicine, I be all everything I don't even feel the same, I don't even feel the pain I just hit a dick and I think I need a bigger chain Call that nigga Elliot and tell him I need everything My bitch got a nipple ring, so I like her energy I can make the pussy sing, fucking off the Hennessy If you ain't with the gang gang, nigga you an enemy I got hella blue cheese with the glitzy stuff Then my Mike and Mary jeans, money on me Buzzing another the scene, sipping codeine I'm fucking with a freak, I had OD She do it so mean, like a nigga was a machine Made me take on my vote, it's a bar main belt It look like a king with a motherfucking step I remember when I ain't had no bread in my account Now it's like I don't lost kind of the amount That I could got a view with a pool Like Ferrari in a can without a roof All this money always on me like it's blue Money always on me like a tattoo I was always That's enough, cut it, DJ cut the track DJ cut the track <laughs> <laughs> Listen, man. How everybody doing today, man? How everything going? <sighs> We're gonna get straight to it, right? And the first thing we gotta get to, obviously, is this new Drake album that just dropped, and it's called Honestly Nevermind. And if you have some sense, and maybe you don't have no sense of what's going on on Twitter and Instagram or anything like that. But if you don't, I'm going to break it down to you. Everybody, everybody say they not fucking with it. Everybody saying they not fucking with it. I'm not going to say everybody. That's harsh. Sort of like words like hate. It's a it's a harsh it's a harsh word. Mm, everybody don't dislike it. There's some people that do like it. But the issue I'm having, I don't have an issue with anybody personally. But the issue that I am having is that obviously I do a podcast, so obviously I have to somewhat what's the word indulge. Into some of these conversations, right? Because while I'm indulging, I link my podcast just because. And the one thing I hate the most when people say is that you, the music is not, this is what they said. Because I, I reviewed the album, I listened to the Drake album, and I'm not saying that it's not good. I'm saying it's a regular Drake. Drake make, listen, Drake make music that you can't hate, but you can't, that you, that you can't, you can't all the way dislike and you can't all the way like. So it's like, even when Drake make bad music, it's not like he, it's not like he's making Kendrick music to where you could be like, ah, I'm not, I'm just not fucking with it because it's talking about black this and COVID this is he he's talking about things that's actually happening in the world. Drake is talking about women, women, iPhones, text going green, and he's talking about I'm not I'm not trying to downgrade it by saying simple shit. But I I don't know how to how else to say it. Because that's what it is. 
is simple shit that you're just talking about a relationship. But let me explain something to you. I'm 30, right? In a relationship. So what does that mean? The shit that this nigga Drake talking about, it's not for me. Now, does it mean I don't understand? No. Because at once, I w- at before, I wasn't in a relationship. And I understood how certain things happen and how things happen. So I get it. I'm not blind to that fact. The one thing that insults my intelligence is when people say, you don't understand. I'm like, what the fuck do you mean? What... It's like it's it's too much. It's too genius for you to get. What the fuck is he doing on this album? That's so genius. Tell me, somebody tell me. The nigga put R and B songs on house beats that you could pay play in the cafe or some shit like that. That's what he did. Somebody said this music. Yo, if you put, let me tell you something about house music. If you don't know what house music is, and I I said it. On the review, but if you go to a fucking cafe where it's just not that many people, not even Starbucks, because sometimes it'd be too many people in Starbucks, you probably won't even be able to hear the fucking house music. But go to a cafe, a small one where it's a few people and they just got music in the background. That's house music. And guess what? None of that music is bad. <laughs> it's just. It just—it's no substance to it. It's nothing. It's just singing about the dogs outside and the sun's out loud. It's nothing. It's not. It's literally nothing. It's no substance to it. It's just—I don't know what the fuck it is. It's house music. That's what it is. So somebody said this is kind of good, dog. If you listen to house music long enough, go to your phone, go to a playlist, type in house music, play it long enough. And you will like it. It's just plain and simple, bro. Even songs you, even songs you truly don't like. If you play long enough, you will. If it's not super bad, you will start catching some jingles and shit from it. It just happens. But come on, man. Let's be real. This this Drake album ain't it. And is him putting. Arm, because this is the regular shit he talked about. It's the regular shit he's been talking about on CLB, on all these all these tracks is him talking about the same shit, bro. And I have no issues with that. I don't. But don't tell me that this album is so genius. It's the future. And, and somebody, the dude said, if you want to make $100 million in this game, you got to train. No, that's not true neither, bro. Back in the day, maybe. Run DMC, even Jay-Z dabbled it in it a little bit, maybe. Today, hip-hop is the biggest genre. You can li- People coming from the pop music over to here, you know why? Because this is where the money's at, bro. Hip-hop is where the money is, bro. That's where it is. So people telling you they gotta, you got to cross over and all that, not today. You do not have to cross over. And be straight, bro. You don't. You will make whatever you need to make with hip-hop. Because it's the number one genre in the world. 
So people making all these excuses. People making all these excuses for the Drake album and saying, yo, you don't get it. You don't understand it. Somebody said it's for it's for dudes who take chicks out on trips and it, it takes out take chicks out for tricks and not for the people in the club. All while Drake is in the fucking club dancing to the song. These niggas is losing they fucking mind. I don't care. I got a podcast to do. I'm gonna do it. But I'm not y'all niggas not finna bullshit me. When that Kendrick Lamar album came out and the nigga was talking about therapy and he was talking about fathers being, you know, men having a lack of fathers, so they they kinda like mean to the shorties and all that. He was when he was talking about like people were saying that was mid. Now you got this nigga not saying it anything, and people is trying a darnest for us to understand some shit. And I'm like, yo, I get it. You don't get that it's just not good. It's house music. So if you play it, and I'm not finna do that. I listened to that shit one time. I'm not listening to it again. You know why? It's house music. If you listen to it long enough, whether it's bad or not, you're going to like it because it's house music. It, it's, it's soft-spoken beats, and, and it's a couple, like, up-tempo-type joints where it's like a little Jamaican sound. I forget what it's called. A Canadian sound? I don't know. I'm not saying it's bad music because it's not bad music. But let me tell you something. Pop stars, even if they drop a bad album, they're, they're pop people. They're going to play that album. And people keep trying to say, y'all don't realize Drake is a pop star now. This, shit, this album is for pop music. If that was the case, then it wouldn't be on pace to only sell 200,000 records. It would be selling like Taylor Swift and fucking Adele, 500, 600, 700 million, I mean 700,000 records. Why isn't it doing that? Why isn't it doing that? If he's this pop star that y'all say he is, why isn't he doing that? No, Drake is a rapper slash R&B star, star who has pop records. It's a difference. That's it. And ever since Meek Mill came out, and said, this nigga don't write his raps. He's been on this crusade of trying to prove that he write his raps. So ever since then, you haven't, you rarely, heard, you heard like, I heard, think you heard like one. And it was um the, the video where he was giving money away or something like that. And maybe another one. And the other one was like, uh, left foot slide, right foot up and all that. It's like, dog. Show me a show. This is what I mean, and this is what I mean. I don't mind artists and actors branching out and doing something different. That's not, and I hope I'm not coming off like that. I don't mind them doing that. But if it's bad, don't try to tell me I don't get it. It's bad, bro. It's not good. And you overthinking this. And if he was this pop star like you saying he was, was it don't matter what a bunch of niggas and hip hop fans think. It would sell 500, 600,000. Why isn't it? Why isn't it selling that? Y'all saying this is a pop shit. This is what he does. He's he's crossing over. He's whatever he's doing. Then why isn't it selling like a pop star? Why? Why did he surprise? If this was pop, if he if this was a pop 
joint and he had some pop hits on here, he would have dropped the single. He would not have done that. Every time Drake dropped, he drops a single unless he know it's not what he would. Okay, let me explain this to y'all because I'm going to be done after this because I feel like I'm going in circles at this point. How can I explain this? Drake, when Drake put out, when Drake puts out these albums, and the majority of the album is hip-hop and R&B songs, why is it selling so much if you have to cross over to make that money? Why? Why is it selling so much? Why is it this album that everybody's saying is pop, or whatever the fuck you want to call it, not even selling half of that? Why is that? You do not have to cross over today. You don't. I'm not. Fuck the excuses. The album is mid. People clearly think it's mid because it's not doing sales. And anyway, I'm, I'm off of it because I'm not explaining it like how I'm supposed to. I apologize. I'm probably getting into it too much. But all I wanted to say, because every every time I'm texting people about it, they keep saying you don't understand, you don't get it. It's not it's not meant for you. I'm like, what is he saying on his album that? Oh, that's what I was saying about this. This is what I was saying. I don't mind you branching out and doing what you want to do, but show a nigga sub show a nigga sub some stuff substance substance. Show me something that I can hold on to, bro. That's all I'm saying, bro. If you with your shorty or you with somebody, you're not listening to this album because it's not for that, bro. This whole joint is talking about his chick not texting him back or change numbers or why would I I'm a, I'm falling back because you dog niggas is over thirty niggas is thirty plus Drake. You don't realize you've been in the game for fit, ten. 12, 13, 14, 15 years. You've been in the game. Guys are 30 plus today. Most guys, most of these dudes you're talking to are in relationships. That's why it's not selling well. Because the people he he was he trying to keep, those young folks, they not listening to this shit, for one. And for two, the people he should be talking to who want to actually listen and 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 buy his album for which it will sell four hundred and five hundred thousand. Those guys are thirty and plus now. Drake, are they right there? They on the cuffs of it. That's why. That's why I didn't sell well. He's trying to grab another. He's trying to go down and grab something that's not there no more. You gotta grow. That's why a lot of people's like right foot up, left. I'm like nigga, you you older than you older than me. You older than. You making TikTok records, bro. And then want to sit here and worry about what motherfuckers clear about your legacy. You great. And I don't think nobody's going to take that away. But you can't be, you can't do that. You can't do this bullshit and then still be like, I'm the greatest ever. Nah, dog. I'm sorry, bro. I'm, I don't give a fuck. I don't care if nobody think I'm hating any of that shit, bro. I'm telling you. The people he trying to get those young people and hit a different audience, maybe, with these beats, maybe. But the young folk ain't listening to it. 
And the old folk like nigga, what the fuck? We would much rather you just do these shits over R&B beats. Go get Trey songs, get Chris Brown, and make some R&B tracks, and people will listen to it more. But the problem is he got R&B tracks on house beats, and ain't nobody fucking with that shit, man. Anyway. Uh, and since we talking about criticizing and all that, somebody said this, and I, I'm, and this is starting to get on my fucking nerves. Any seriously, the faster you realize, the loudest critics are just insecure, unhealed, and resentful due to their own unrealized potential. The faster you'll stop giving a fuck and start to grow. The the faster you'll stop giving a fuck and start to grow. Let me tell y'all something, bro. It's a difference from being a critic and criticizing, okay? If my brother doing some nutty shit, it is my job, my duty, duty as the older brother to be like, look, you're fucking up and criticize him and tell him, yo, you need to fix this. You need. That's my job. That is the fucking job. People got to stop doing this because everybody swear they figured it all the fuck out. You could be your own this and you could be your own that. And you forgetting that you need some OGs and some people that's been experienced to tell you what's wrong and what's right. That's the whole point. People are getting away from that and they got it all. Go ahead. That's why these guys are all emotional. That's why they all... Going to therapy, which I'm not saying anything wrong with it, but that's why it's happening because they got think they got it all figured out, but they don't. They find themselves taking depression pills, taking antidepression, whatever it's called, take, going to these therapies and doing this because they don't. When all you need, for real, for real, is a solid OG who say, my nigga, go right when you're going left. That's it. That's all. That's all you need. <laughs> That's it. You need somebody to criticize you when you're fucking up. Everybody's saying, oh, uh, your critics is, nah, sometimes you need that. Now, could it be an overdoing of criticism? Can somebody overdo it? Yes, that's what we call haters. They putting these big, these different words on there like critics. Hate. No, that's what you call haters, the one who just hate to hate. But if a nigga is giving you good criticism and there's truth into it. Now, I don't know you personally, like your um, how you feel about everything. So there's going to be some things that I say that might not apply to you. And that's fine. My job is not to be 100% right. My job is to tell you when you're fucking up. And you your job is supposed to take that in. Okay, this is where he's right. This is where he's wrong. And hopefully you can grow from that. But criticizing somebody and being a critic of somebody is two different things. I can criticize you in a good way to be like, yo, straighten up. You got it, but you got to stay on it. On you got to stay focused. I'm not a critic. I criticize when things need to be fixed. And it's not even really criticizing. It's being a fucking OG saying, look, you slipping. Fix it the fuck up. Let's stay focused and let's stay on the goal that we have tried to build 
for years because it's taken this long to get to where we have to get to. Whether it's saving money, whether it's owning a business, whether it's doing a podcast, whether it's having your own life, whoever the whatever the fuck it is, it takes time. Unless you get lucky in a hit, and sometimes that happens for people. And sometimes you have to work hard at it. Sometimes it's gonna take you a year. Sometimes it's gonna take you two years. Sometimes it's gonna take you more than two years just to figure out how you want this thing to look and be presented to people if you decide to retail or sell something or give your voice like a podcast or music it takes time to do that it just does it takes years to do it if not decades but you worrying about critics is your problem what you need to listen to is the 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 People criticizing you about things that if you're making a wrong move might be right if you listen to them. Now, obviously, you don't want to listen to everybody. That's not the point. But this lady is saying, "Critic, whatever. Some people need it to understand where they're going wrong at. And that's Okay. That's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. If my daughter or my brother or whatever comes to me and say, yo, you fucking up. You need to fix this. You need to fix that. They can be criticizing me. And it's up to me to take proper understanding to it and be like, okay, I get it. Sometimes you don't want to get it because you're so focused on what this lady's saying. Don't worry about this or don't worry about that. So you're going on a path of thinking you figured it out when you don't have it figured out. And you'll be the person taking more pills, going to more therapy sessions, trying to figure out why the fuck you're so depressed. Because you don't you you're so busy worrying about what somebody else is saying instead of instead of worrying about the right criticism that could help you. And going to the that's what I'm saying. Don't listen to this shit. You need somebody there that understands some things that you might not understand. And that's okay. People are, are, are forgetting what the OG does. People are forgetting that. The OG is supposed to be there to pick you up, to look in you in the eyes and say, dog, you got it. But you're, 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 you're overthinking it Or you're not thinking enough Or you're not focused enough Or maybe this is where you should That's good criticism bro And that's okay I told somebody of this the other day You remember when we was looking for USBs Remember when we was looking for USBs To plug into our, our fucking old Android phones And all that shit like that and I, I was just talking about this, and now they're about to make it mandatory that USB-Cs are mandatory in the United States. Yo, I look through my closet. I look through all the drawers, bags. I cannot find a USB. They're all iPhone chargers. I'm not joking. I can't find them. 
it's crazy how I went from that. Remember back in the day when we had the the chirp phone or the razor? The, they never, none of them ever, rarely, if any, took the same charger. None of them. None of them rarely ever took the same charger, bro. Today, you get one phone. It's about five people, ten people, everybody. If you need if you need help charging your phone, somebody has a charger. If they say they don't, they lying like a motherfucker. Cause you carry that charger with you, bro. You have a charger in arm reach, nigga, and you know it. Back in the day, a motherfucker say, I don't got back in the day a motherfucker like, yo, you got a charger? Do your charger fit for this phone? You be fucked if it didn't. Today, yo, let me use your charger. Let me get that up off, you don't. Just like that. Everybody phone. Everybody charges charging everybody phone today. My bad. I'm I'm moving the mic around. So yeah. It's not a crazy resolate. Yeah, I'm I'm pissed because I know the nigga who decides he wanna listen to this and criticize me about my big words and how I say them. Fuck you, nigga. A revelation. It ain't a crazy revelation that at some point these chargers were gonna do that. Cause what iPhone is like sixty percent or something like that of the world or whatever. Even the throw even niggas throw away phones, iPhones today. So it's like it don't matter. You know, you, you figure it would be like that eventually. Um is this it? Let me see. Yeah. A church bishop says school flying BLM flags and LGBTQ flags can no longer call itself Catholic. Okay, I'm going to read it. A bishop in West in War, Worcester, Massachusetts, announced that a local media school can no longer call itself Catholic after flying Black Lives Matter and pride flags on school grounds. He said, the uh, Robert McManus said that the native, the, native, the native school is supporting movements that are inconsistent with Catholic teachings. The flying of these flags in front of the Catholic school sent a mixed, confusing, and scandalous message to the public about the church's stance on these important moral and social issues. Robert wrote, and once the current school year ends, the school will no longer be able to identify and describe itself as Catholic. Not only can the school no longer identify as Catholic, but it also cannot celebrate mass Or be listed in the, I can't, something di- di- directorial. Something directorial or fundraise with institutions. Whatever. Some of these words I can't even fucking read. Anyway. What the fuck do y'all have? If maybe y'all don't have anything to say about it. But what the fuck do y'all have to say about that? When I was growing up in church, 
if I'm not mistaken, is the Bible said women cannot be pastors. They have to be servants of their pastor or whatever the case. If I'm saying it right, women couldn't be preachers or whatever. They couldn't be the people up there preaching. In the Bible, I think it says this. And that they must they must serve their man and follow their man in the sense of if he's being the coming the pastor, she has to take care of, you know, whatever. It's like a job type thing. A man go to work, woman take care of the kids and cook and clean and all that, right? So it's kind of like that with pastors. But one day, one day, I seen a female preaching one day. And people people was like that shit they was acting like that shit wasn't in the bible and like it didn't matter and i'm not saying i felt some type of way as a young buck but i'm like it seems kind of odd that the bible that everybody is preaching from and everybody is taking a word from and everybody is coming up with how they gonna tackle the sunday with far as church is concerned because people do go by the Bible every day. I'm talking about as far as church is concerned. And nobody has seemed to be making any noise or peep about this lady up here preaching. Where in the Bible it states that she shouldn't. If I'm not mistaken, I believe I read something like that. Or at least bare minimum was told something like that. But I'm almost certain I read it in a book that says that. And it made me feel awkward for a quick second. Because I'm like, wait, aren't y'all going against what y'all say y'all believe in? So from there, I realized, oh, y'all can pick and choose whatever the hell y'all want to talk about. Or whatever the fuck y'all want to believe in at this point. Because if the Bible's saying this and y'all motherfuckers is not going by that, then it must be a pick and choose and I'll figure out what, what happens later type shit. So, if that is the case, then this motherfucker here can say what he want. He can say, look, the Bible, Catholic or whatever, does not support Black Lives Matter and the LGBT, the communities. They don't, they don't accept them, bro. And if he want to live by that, because the Bible says that. I don't know if I can get upset. I don't know if I can get mad. I don't know if I can hold it against him. I don't know. Because I remember when a lady pastor came up and started preaching. I felt something for a second and was like, wait a minute. I just read in the Bible this couldn't happen. And it's happening. And I don't know. But it feels like people are picking and choosing. And if he's decide he want to pick and choose this ledge for him to stand on, then so be it. There's nothing that I can do. If the Bible is saying that or the Bible insinuates this or whatever, if he feels like that. He obviously has some sort of control over it because he's saying at the end of this year, you can't do no fundraising. You can't come to mass. Nothing. And most people are like, yo, Black Lives Matter, LGBT community. Why can't we support that? 
And why can't y'all just be happy? Dog, everybody ain't gonna like your ass, bruh. Even if it's good, some people just not gonna fuck with you. And that's okay. The problem with today is everybody seems to be looking for some weird type of acceptance shit. I don't know what it is. I don't give a fuck. But Black Lives Matter, LBGBQ, that's okay. If they want to, if the school wants to believe in that, maybe they like, look, we got black students here and we got uh, people that's, uh, uh, we got gay people here. We got black people here and we, we would much rather make them feel comfortable than to make and 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 to and be fundraised and all that by you. We would much rather feel more comfortable making sure the people that's in this school feel comfortable and not your ego. And that's okay too. But the problem with all of this stuff is when I just said ego, maybe he don't have an ego. Maybe he's just so deep into the faith that some of these things he just ain't going to do. Like some, it, it just is what it is. Now, I didn't go so deep into it to say, yo, what's his meaning? But his meaning says it's the inconsistencies of what's in the Bible. And from the things that I've seen and the things that I've heard from going to church, on many of on many of occasions that it is very inconsistent you believe in and you take in things that you want to do and you pick it apart like the pastor at my old church was in the middle of the hood talking about this talking about that while he had a driver in a Benz the newest one Wow, this lady who was going there for years was damn near homeless, was broke as fuck, and she had nothing. But her belief was so deep that it didn't matter if this motherfucker had a $100,000 car and you had nothing and you gave him 20% of that money. That's all I'm saying, bro. It should be, and maybe some churches do got that. But some of your 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 your, your well off is cool. Some of your have nots. I think once in a while you should shower them with some bread. Shower them with some cake. This yo, I'm telling you, this lady used to come to the church, and she used to stink bad, bro. Like she used to stink bad, bro. And she will always give her dollars up there. Every single time and nobody will look at her, bro. Every week she was there giving money. Stinking, dirty clothes, sneakers fucked up like she came from the street. But you could tell she was trying to figure it out. And maybe just hearing somebody talking about you're going to be okay is good enough. But I felt like that pastor who she looked at multiple times 
seen her like that, should have checked on her and said, yo, what is it? What's going on? Do you do drugs? What's this? What's that? What's this? Figure her out. Oh, no, you just down on hard on hard times? I got you. That's what it's supposed to be. That's what I think this is supposed to be. You got the you got the deacon bill. You got the pastor bill where you take money up to. You got the building fund that you take money up to. So not only are we paying the rent for the water and all that shit that most of us aren't using. In the light, obviously. But you talking about the pastor bill, the deacon bill, this thing. And people just sending hundreds of dollars, if not more, 10, 20, 30. Every, yo, it was one time in the church, they had a race. They had a race. It was this fat black dude. He came from a different church. It was on Wednesday night. He was preaching. And the dude said, word is born. I'm not bullshitting, y'all. He said, I want y'all to race up here and give a dollar. I want everybody right now. He preached, and he's like, I want everybody right now race up here and give me a dollar. No, no, no bucket, no nothing. And everybody ran up there, gave a dollar. Then he was like, I want everybody, I swear to God. He said, I want everybody to come up here and give $5. Everybody come up here and give $5. They all ran up there. It was like a fucking movie. You wouldn't believe it. Then he said, $10, everybody. $50. If you got a hundred, right? I swear to God. Dog, it looked like we was in the strip club. The whole front was filled with money, dog. The whole stage. Was filled with money. I'm not over-exaggerating. The whole stage was filled with money. In the very next Sunday, this lady, fucked up shoes, no pants, fucked up dress, smelling like God only knows what. And she giving them their, she's giving them her money. And she ain't got nothing. I'm like, and then you got a woman up there. Pre I don't know what the they made. I promise you not. They had to have at least $30,000 up there on that stage, dog. Because usually Wednesdays is Bible study. It's, it's light. It's not that many people up there. But it was like an event because they had like two or three different people preaching. Or being like they was had like two, three, two speakers up there, two or three different speakers up there from different churches. They all just ran their money up there, bro. I never seen nothing like it. They got the music playing and motherfuckers just running up there with the money. I'm like, yo, am I missing something, bro? And this lady faithfully every Sunday with nothing, bro. With nothing, bro. People wouldn't even talk to her, bro. Like, for real, bro. Fucked up. Now, why didn't nobody help her with no crib or something like that? Why nobody helped her with, like, a studio apartment? Just to be like, yo, you good? 
some new clothes, some food, something. It's fucked up. So, like I said, I don't know. All I know is I've seen a lot of shit when it comes to the church, when it comes to these pastors and these Christians judging motherfuckers. I've seen a lot of some two-faced shit that goes on in that motherfucker, bro. I'm not bullshitting. So maybe he's seen something we didn't. I don't fucking know. It's a lot of inconsistencies in that Bible and how people preach about it. I'm not saying you you have to be 100% perfect. That's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying in the church we was in, there was a lot of people that did that was doing well. It wasn't like a broke down church with six people in it and we was trying to make it. No. People was in there, had some decent money, all black for the most part. That's why I'm surprised nobody ever helped this lady out. For as long as I was there, nobody ever helped her, bro. And that was fucked up. And I felt some type of way about that shit, bro. But I was a young boy back then. It was nothing I could really do. And it was fucked up. And watching the pastor go off with a $100,000 car. And I just... I just didn't look at it the same anymore, you know, because um, at first I was like, man, we because my stepdad just popped up on us one day. It was like, yo, everybody getting dressed. Find some khakis, find a shirt, get dressed out of nowhere, out of the fucking blue. And we just went. And I remember like, yo, falling asleep. I'm not I don't though. We went every Sunday. From 8 to 4, bro. It was a job. And didn't have to wake up for school tomorrow. 8 to 4 at the church. I'm not joking. Didn't come back on Wednesday. Didn't come back on Saturday. To straighten the church up just to ready for Sunday. Then Sunday after church, because my stepdad all of a sudden wanted to be Captain Saver Church. So now we cleaning up after Sunday. Straightening up the chairs and all that extra stuff. I'm like, man, I that I'm like, I'm not feeling this, dog. But then I, I had some sort of a appreciation for it. Because I can get into my preacher bag. I've done it before. I've gotten into that bag and I've I'm I was actually pretty good at doing it. But when I seen how these Christians it's not just Christians. I'm going. I'm going about the people that I've spent a lot of my time with. The way I seen how they judged people, and the way they looked at people, and how they discussed people, because I was in those circles, and a lot of them dudes disgusting. A lot of those females discussed certain ways. A couple of motherfuckers, you know, cheating on was he? Okay, that hap That was happening in that motherfucker too. I was like, I don't know if this, I don't know if this for me, bruh. I believe in something. I don't believe in you motherfuckers, bruh. So I stepped off. As soon as I was got old enough to separate myself, I did, bro. Today, I believe more so, today, I believe more so into meditation and just calming of the mind and... You know, try to be, try to be consistent on what I believe in, if that makes any sense.
Cause I, I just felt some type of way about that shit, and I, I, I apologize for being stuck on it. But I apologize for being stuck on that. But my mind just went to that. I seen something. Somebody said something about a billion dollars to the Ukraine. I felt something. I felt some type of way about that shit too. These teachers over here got to get fucking licenses. To carry guns? What if those motherfuckers decide to have a bad day? It's fucking crazy that the people that's supposed to fucking protect you because you're paying their money, you're paying their bills with your tax money won't even fucking protect you. So now you can't, you're not paying them because you can't trust them because they killing motherfuckers for no reason or they're not going into the building to help. So now the fucking teachers got to have guns. So you think ain't nothing going to pop off when you got a teacher dealing with 15 badass, snotty nose, talking back, don't want to listen, dumbass kids. And you think that motherfucker ain't going to be quick with the draw one day like, yo, I'm sick and tired of these motherfuckers. Dog, it's all a bad fucking idea. It's like. Obviously, you don't want to go to school and see a motherfucker with a AK-47 in his hand protecting you. Like, you would just automatically feel different. And it's hard to do it because there's so many different schools, so many different people. So how about this? And this is just an idea. It doesn't mean it's going to be a good one. Have one designated person. Inside of every classroom Who has a license to carry Who's just sitting back He doesn't do nothing all day He's just a security guard for the class Or Have two people in there One on one floor One on another floor It's almost going to be impossible For it to be a hundred proof But At least you have somebody there I don't think the teacher should be strapped you know, strapped with having to to teach these badass fucking kids, my nigga, and shoot a motherfucker and trying to if he comes into the door. I think that's too much to ask for somebody who has to go through a mental process all the time because these kids don't stop talking, they don't stop moving. Somebody's sick, coughing. Somebody's sick. it's something. So. You give a billion dollars to the Ukraine to fight their war, but won't, but, but, this is what I'm saying, y'all, bro. It gets so insane that you don't even want to talk about it. You get lost for words because it's like, what the fuck are they doing? I probably in my life would never. Well, that's not true. I've met one Russian person before in my life. Per, like, personally in my life, I met. And she was fine, too. She was an OG. She was like 40. And she was fine. She really was. But if I'm not mistaken, that's probably the only Russian. I'm trying to think. I never met a Ukraine person in my life. I'm not sure if I have. I probably did, but I'm not sure if I have. We like the priorities. 
the respect that we have for our own people is disgusting. It's disgusting, bro. Dave Chappelle said it best. He said, the reason why America will always be racist, not, and I'm paraphrasing. He said, because people over here are black and white. People in China are Chinese type shit. He said something like that. I can't remember what it was about, but it makes sense. Like, what the fuck are we doing for our, our kids, bro? What the fuck are we doing for these black people who are still being racially profiled for nothing but because of their skin color? We're just we're just now passing the hanging motherfuckers to be a hate crime. What the fuck? What are we doing as a country? What are we doing as a country, y'all? What are we doing? That's why lately I've been on my Google like, yo, where can we go where there's less racism at? Like, where, what country can we go where we don't have to worry about some of this shit, bro? Where can we go? Because I'll go. Because America, America doesn't have my heart like that, bro. It used to because my family. But all them niggas is grown now. You know what I'm saying? They can come if they want. If they don't, that's fine, too. But I, I'm no longer thinking like that where, oh, man, if I leave, I'm leaving a whole bunch of people behind and all that. No, I'm not thinking like that no more. That got that got me into enough fucking trouble. I'm on some shit like, look, I don't want to be here because I can't stand motherfuckers for real, for real, bro. Especially motherfuckers who ain't really. And everywhere you go, you're going to find somebody. Everywhere you go, you're going to see something. Of course, it's going to always happen. It's not 100 proof. But America is sort of like blatantly doing nut shit. Just because they so used to doing nut shit. Ah, fuck them. I don't know, bruh. I don't know. I, I I don't know, bruh. Because it's like, oh, if you don't love America, then do this and do that. I'm like, bruh, have I ever really, really be, been walk, welcome here? My ancestors built this fucking place. We've built this fucking place. And... I got to call myself African-American. No, I'm America, nigga. That gets no fucking respect. None. I'm not saying now. I'm just saying back then and all that. Now, I'm taking all my respect. You, you don't have to respect the motherfucking thing. I'm taking it. I don't give a fuck about none of that shit. But I just feel like it's, it's, it's the way that it's going, I'm going to have to take, it, take my family out for... Just human belief, like just being a plain human and respecting one another. And, and like, why do we have to be racist and shit? Why do you not like me because of my skin? Why? Like, I don't get it. You don't have to like me because you don't have to like. That's fine. But to put my life in danger because of my skin color is completely something different. And please do not involve none of my family members in it. Because I would kill you for that. I can take it. I'm good. I'll just slap you and keep it moving. Don't involve nobody. I'm fucking. And that's why I never really try to bring that type of energy into it. 
Because once you bring that in, it's kind of like you looking for it type of shit. It's like, yo, you never you, you carry your gun with you, you find yourself into some shit where you have to use your gun because the, the, the just because you got the gun, it puts you in where the, the the world, the world and the particles in the world just put you in those type of situations sometimes awkwardly. And if you didn't have your gun, you probably wouldn't even be in this situation. So I don't even like bringing up that shit with the fam because if it happens, I'm in jail for the rest of my life and I don't want to. So I got to tell my kids and my family, yo, just fall back, chill, mind your business, don't worry about what nobody else is doing, fuck everybody else honestly and keep it the fuck pushing, plain and simple. When you get older, you'll understand, but when you get older... You can have your own friends. You can have your own thing, and that's fine. But right now, mind your fucking business. Keep it fucking pushing, and make sure you're home when you're supposed to be. Plain and simple. You get caught up. You don't know. Put your head down. Keep it moving. I don't give a fuck. And I was so, I've been so, you know, Drilled into my mind like no snitching, no this. So it's kind of like, ah, I don't want my kids to snitch. But it's like, ah, ah. These motherfucking snitches are, are, are prospering today. They prospering today. I don't know what the fuck. Get yourself out of get yourself out of trouble, boo-boo. Baby girl, get yourself out of trouble. And unless you unless you involve unless you're involved with it, that's a difference. But you, if you're not involved, you have nothing to do with it. You didn't start shit. You didn't finish it. You wasn't involved. Get yourself out of trouble, boo boo. What the fuck you want me to say? The life I live has no business being involved with the life my kids live, except for having respect and principles and self respect for yourself as well for others. That's it. Besides that. The rest of my life that I I can't bring that shit from the streets to here and try to raise my kids like that. It won't work in today's society. It won't. But anyway, I might be talking too fucking much. One billion dollars. Rest in peace to the rapper Trouble. From all the details... You probably heard by now. He got killed while being at another chick's house. Wow. He didn't get killed over no rap beef. He didn't get killed over no street shit. He got killed because he was fucking another man's girl. The girl said she wasn't. Fucking with dude, but that's a thing, bro. Let me hold on. Let me fix the mic. That's the thing, man. You cannot trust these bitches, bro. You cannot trust them, bro. You can't trust these hoes, my nigga. Cause they all say that shit, bro. Nah, he just my. Nah, we not really seeing each other like that. You know what I mean? We just broke up and all that extra blah, 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 blah. Bitch, stop playing. They all do that shit. They been doing that shit since I was growing up. But they fuck with you. They'll tell, tell you any fucking story. <clears throat> and Trouble was, Trouble got some paper. 
You ain't gotta meet that bitch over there. He was probably high. Horny than a motherfucker was like, yo, I'm just going over there. Fuck that nigga. He, he probably looked at that nigga like, man, that nigga cornball type shit. That's probably what he did. Didn't know that motherfucker had that that flames on him, bruh. Gotta be careful with these with these chicks, bro. Never. Never, ever, ever. I've done it. But I've I'm I'm a weird. I'm a weird dude that way. Where I met, I went and met this chick in the hood. But when I realized it was the hood, because back then it was really no GPS. You couldn't, like, you probably could, but you know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't stop at a library and, and print the directions out and see what the place looked like on Google Maps or anything. Nah. I went. And. Them niggas did not know me. They could care less about me. Excuse me. But I always carry that aura with me. Not on no shit like I'm not the I'm unfuckwittable and all that. I, excuse me. I carry this weird aura with me where it's like like I'm like I'm I'm from the streets too type shit, but it wasn't like a cocky joint. I can't explain it to you, bro. But I, I went I went to a chick crib one time and accidentally went to the wrong crib with a whole bunch of niggas at. A whole bunch. A whole bunch. And I can't remember what I said. I can't remember exactly what I said or what, but I just wasn't scared. I wasn't nervous. Nothing. Shorty was right there, got my shit off, bounced Dolo, came Dolo, bounced Dolo, and didn't have a problem. It might have just been a lucky night for me. Had a couple dollars. I mean, it, they would nobody wouldn't have got rich off me if they would have robbed me or took my shit. So it's like, I don't know. Maybe I just didn't look robbable. I don't fucking know. But like I said, I, I did that once, and ever since I did that. Every female that I ever went to go meet came to my crib, bro. Every single one. Because you can't trust it. You cannot trust it. Because these niggas, and I'm not going to say these niggas, us niggas, be attached to that pussy, bro. Especially if you like pussy. You, these women that get you attached, and it's not their fault. But sometimes it is, but most of it is just you being attached to it. And I have no real critique. He got killed. He got, that's rule 101, man. Biggie told you. Biggie Small said, if you're going to go to a chick house, stay strapped. You got to have a strap on you if you're going to these chicks house dolo, my nigga. Biggie said that shit in 96. So I don't know who to blame. He sh have the strap or meet up at the hotel. Meet up at the spot. Meet up somewhere. So where you know that a motherfucker banging on the door, you don't have to worry about that. And if a motherfucker do knock on the door, like, ah, it ain't nobody I invited. See, the thing is, when you at a chick crib and somebody knock on the door, you don't know how that bitch living. You don't know who she invited. You don't know who she knows. 
So automatically it puts you in an uncomfortable situation because you're not in a familiar spot. See, I know if I'm at the crib, somebody knock on the door, I won't answer. You know why? You haven't called me. I didn't invite you. I will not answer the door for your ass. The problem is, he probably, from from what I heard, he banged the door down. But that's the problem. He probably knocked on the door at first. It's like, bitch, I know you in there. And now what? Now what happens? Trouble not going, trouble not going back down because he ain't no bitch. So it becomes weird and it doesn't have to be that way. Meet up at the hotel, my G. You got paper. Meet up at a fucking Airbnb or something. Act like you, I mean, come on, dude. Biggie told us this in 96. Ten Crack Command. Oh, no, not Ten Crack Commandments. Uh, I got a story to tell. Well, he said I was fucking this chick. And boy came to the door, but I got the strap, so I ain't tripping. I'm telling Shorty, you better make sure your man ain't tripping because he going to get murked today. If he is, you got to protect yourself at all costs, whatever the cause, bro. Especially if you're going to be moving like that. And he was probably saucy because it was like 2, 3 in the morning, I think. He was saucy. He was saucy. He wanted some punani. My bad. He was saucy. He wanted some punani, and that's just what it was, bro. It's a shame it had to happen like that. You know, but it is. Going, I believe going to therapy for kids is a bad, bad thing. And what I mean by that is you reinforce this. You reinforce this. Matter of fact, let me go back to what the chick said, something about critics and criticizing. You also, when you when you do that, you make excuses. Like, you make excuses for yourself. Like, uh, let me, I'll go back to that in a minute. Let me finish this. Going to therapy for kids is not good. And the reason why I said it is, it reinforces blamehood. In my opinion, I do. I believe that you need to have some experience underneath your belt before... You have to go to therapy and understand what's going on with yourself and how things are. I think you should have some sort of experience. Because these kids, they don't know right from wrong and left from right most of the time. And they in there with these counselors or therapists and it's like talking about what? They haven't lived anything. They haven't seen anything. So what can they be talking about? What can you be saying? My school want to do that for my kids. Therapy and all that shit. Like, wait a minute. Nah. Let my child live some life first. Let them live a little bit. I don't want them to have that blame victimhood shit. Because that's what happens with that. Victimhood comes with that. And, and, and let me try to explain it in the best way I can at this moment. Because I thought about this a week ago. And I want to explain it to y'all how I explain it to myself. A lot of times in those therapy sessions or counselors or whatever, the conversation usually go, how how you're going and what's going on and what happened today? Uh, my mom yelled at me. Oh, wow. What, what didn't you like about your mom? Because, you know, she, wait a minute. Your mom yelled at you. 
because your ass was told to clean your room 20 times and you didn't do it. Uh, your pops yelled, your, your mom, your pops yelled at you because you was told to not have no dishes or in your room or don't leave no trash laying around in your room and clean under your bed a million times nicely. See, when you start going to therapy, a lot of times it's almost like victimhood. It's almost like it, it gives you an out. And as an adult, you got to take some form of responsibility. As a kid, you don't know no better. So you're just building up a whole bunch of not my fault, not my fault. How did it make you feel when they yelled at you? It made me feel lonely inside. It made me feel like, you know, I wasn't loved and all that. What the fuck are you talking about? Get the fuck up. Go in there, take a fucking shower, brush your teeth, wash your face, put some socks on, put a shirt, some pants. Come in here, clean your motherfucking room. Go out there, sit down, don't leave no trash, read a fucking book. We're going to meditate. And I'm going to say this to you one more time before I start yelling. Because in therapy, rarely do they ask the kids, what did you do wrong? Where is it that you could have gotten better? That's the part that be missing. What happened? That what, what happened was she's a kid and she doing kid shit. And that's cool too. But I also have to put my foot down as a parent and reinforce that this has to be done. Plain and simple. And it's okay. We all make some mistakes and some kids don't have to be yelled at. And some kids just, just hard-headed. Or sometimes you can just be like, you know what? Uh, well, why did you get yelled at? Oh, because I didn't clean my room. All right, how many times? Okay, well, next time, little nigga, clean your room. With therapy and all that shit, that shit make you not take no responsibility for your actions because you always finding a way to blame somebody else for that shit, especially when you're a kid. Hopefully, I explained that right. But as an adult, you can ex- you can you can express yourself better as an adult. That's why I think therapy is better for adults and kids instead of kids. Where kids are, they don't know what's right from wrong. They don't understand why they might have been yelled at or why. You know what I'm saying? It's hard for them to explain it. So no, I'm not agreeing to my kid being no therapy because I don't think. They're old enough yet. It's my job to make sure, look, things have to be in order. And for the most part, I'll let you rock out as long as you're getting good grades, as long as you being straight and all that extra shit. I don't mind you, you know what I mean, falling back and chilling on your phone for a few if you want to chill. I have no issues with that. But if I tell you, yo, it's time for you to get up, it's time for you to do this, I'm expecting you to do that with precision and making sure that it's right. That's it. That's all I ask. If you do what I ask, the rest of this shit is going to be a cakewalk. But when you got therapy and all that shit and the kids feeling down on themselves, it just makes them sad. Like, nah, I'm good. Hopefully I, hopefully I explained that right. I might go back to this podcast and be like, I didn't like none of my voice. I don't be liking my shit sometimes. The Golden State Warriors won the championship. Shout out to y'all. Won it in six. Against a solid team like Boston. They won that shit in six. They won three in a row against a great Boston Celtics team. 
A Boston Celtic team with Marcus Smart on it, who was the defensive player of the year. I seen Kim Kardashian on TV, on, on Instagram, not TV, saying she was crying because of the sex tape. She was crying. This was a while ago, too. I didn't bring it up. She was crying because of the sex tape. She's like, I don't want my kids seeing that shit. Uh, I don't want my kids seeing that shit. But then the very next week, she said, I was, I was talking to Pete. I wasn't. I was talking to somebody that knew Pete, and I found out that he had a big Johnson, and I was down the fuck on on TV. She said this. I was just down to fuck him. So wait a minute. You don't want your kids to see the sex tape, but you talking like this. Nobody has any boundaries anymore. Nobody has no self respect for themselves anymore. And then you look dumb because you trying to grind it out, grind it out, grind it out. And you like, wait a minute. Why don't I just make an OnlyFans and get rich? Or why don't I just, for females, suck some dick and get rich? Why don't I don't do this? Because it's like you're trying to do it the respect, respectable way, which is, I'm not going to say it's the perfect way or the best way to do it. But it's like it takes a little more time. It takes a little bit more grinding. It's easy to go out there for a female to go out there and suck a cock and make a hundred bucks each cock she suck and by the end of the night with a couple thousand dollars in her pocket, a pocket because she done so she done suck some cock for five hundred bucks a piece and now she's straight. It's like it's easy to do that, but some women don't want to do that. Some women don't want to, you know, fold under that pressure of having to. Go about it that way. You never know. You know, but some of them do. And look, that's what's being, if you're watching that stuff, if you're into that stuff, that's what's being promoted. A whole bunch of ratchet shit. It don't matter if it's black or white, literally. This all ratchet. It's all out of bounds, most of it. And they figured out a way. For it to be on television. So now my kids are watching this shit. Or preview. Well they're not watching it. Because I don't watch it. So they shouldn't get any recommendations from it. But the mere fact that they can accidentally bump into it. Because they might be watching something. That might be. Might be. Uh, might be somewhat related to it. It's weird how the algorithms work. But. Uh. Yeah, man, because I was just sitting there thinking, like, man, that's, motherfuckers just be, and it's okay, it is okay, it's okay, people can do what they want, people can say what they want, people can believe in what they want to believe in, bro, but the world has gotten to a place where there's no boundaries, there's no private, nothing, I said this before a million times on this podcast, back in the day, my parents would not tell you who they was voting for, who they was, they didn't, they, they would kill you before they told you who they voted for. Today, you know how I know a motherfucker's a Trump supporter? Because the motherfucker says it. He's telling you, look, I'm voting for that trope, nigga. I don't give a fuck what you or how you feel about it. Wow. It's like, I don't really give a fuck, for real, for real. But it's on some shit like, 
What happened to the the privacy that everybody had? What happened to the self, like, I can't explain it. I don't want to dwell on it for too much, man, but having our teachers have to, having our teachers have to hold guns to protect our kids because our kids not safe. What about, instead of doing that, put a motherfucker, uh, security guards at the beginning, pat these kids down. Nah, you don't want to put them in harm's way, but you want to put the teachers in harm's way. You give a billion dollars to the Ukraine, and I never met not one Ukrainian in my life. And I'm sure if I went over there, a lot of motherfuckers would be racist towards me. So why the fuck should I give a fuck about that? Niggas faking the moon landing. Niggas faking the fucking 9-11. Niggas faked wars, and I'm supposed to believe in you? And you got these army motherfuckers who... Die for the fucking cause when they dying for nothing. They dying for fake wars. They dying for fake propaganda bullshit that y'all been pulling since the very beginning of this fucking country just to get your way. And it's okay. Nobody says nothing. That's okay. We don't look at none of that shit. We don't say, oh, man, you might be fucking right. What am I fighting for? What am I wasting my fucking time for fighting for a country who deep down inside can give a fuck about me, bro? And it's fine. They shouldn't give a fuck about you. And maybe they don't. You a grown-ass motherfucker. You figured the fuck out. You know what? You motherfucking right. But guess what? I don't have to fuck with you either. We don't have to see eye to eye. We don't have to rock out with each other. That's okay, too. But you stay on your side. I stay on mine. And that's not how it's going to be. You know why? Because there's no fucking privacy. I know what you do and how you are because you're going to scream and you're screaming. It's like, why? Why should I know that? I don't believe in none of these fucking presidents. We already as a country, as a people should have gotten together and say, yo, you know what, y'all? Instead of us being racist towards one another, instead of us fighting each other and killing each other each other for no reason, let's just have our own shit. They can't stop that. If everybody today come up to each other and be like, you know what, fuck them, we ain't voting no more. We ain't voting for nobody. If everybody decide, if the next election come and say, nobody's voting for nobody, what happens then? If zero people vote, if zero, let's just say that in a, in a perfect world that happens, zero people vote for nobody. Obviously, Biden might, because they might have like some sort of loophole that if that ever happens, then the person who's in the office get another four years. But let's just say they get the other four years and then there's nobody who votes. And we all just work together as a people. What are they going to do? What can they do? What can they do, bro? Oh, man. I I don't know, bro. This fucking podcast might have been shit. I I don't know. I I truly don't know. You know, I got a new PC. I changed, you know, my everything into a different room. I, I got... The lights up differently. I got the, you know, the acoustic sound things up. I'm doing, I'm building my shit up how I'm supposed to, man. My fucking PC lights up. The back of the fucking monitor lights up. It's just all looking good, bro. The keyboard looking clean. You know, I'm feeling okay about how things are going to be going in the future with me. But I'd be lying if I said I wasn't worrying about my kids.
and that this world is, I can see it, going to shit in a handbasket. And it's hard to talk to people because everybody believes that nobody needs no criticism. Nobody needs nobody to fucking, you know, help them with anything. Everybody just got it all figured the fuck out. And that's not the case, man. If I didn't have my OG and have a few people tell me along the way, like, look, yo, 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 cuz, come here. You slipping. You need to fix this. You need to, you know, pull your pants up a little bit, boy. Like, who would have fucking told me? Nobody. So, like, I don't know, man. Like I said, this this podcast could have been shit. I appreciate y'all for rocking out with me, man. I appreciate y'all for listening to the pod. If you listen to the pod, please go follow me on Twitter at Cocaine Rivers. Go follow me on Instagram at On The World ENT. And please like and share and subscribe if you like the pod, and trust me, every week, we're working on getting better and better and better every single time you hear me, that is the case. I'm trying to figure out if I should talk like this or if I should, you know, speak up and be like this or whatever the case may be. I don't know. I'm still learning. A hundred and some episodes in, I'm still learning. I'm still pushing. And out of every and, and out of a lot of things in my life, this is the thing that I've probably been the most consistent on. So it's something there and I just can't leave until I get it. I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna make sure I got it. Cause my my kids need it. And that's just what it is, man. But I don't wanna go into all that, man. Thank y'all for listening. Thank y'all for rocking out. This has been another podcast, and I appreciate you motherfuckers for rocking out with the kid, man. It's your boy, can't holler.